Podcast Network Asia. Um, the moment I wear the veil, I really feel disconnected from everyone else, and it reminds me that okay, it's time to to focus on the Lord. Hi, I'm Jarek, and I'm Apple, and you're listening to the Langaspeaks podcast. Join us every week as we talk about family, faith, and everything in between. Now powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Linga Speaks Podcast. This is Apple. Today, Jarek isn't here because we have a beautiful segment that's devoted only to women in this month of May. Um, yeah, welcome to the She Speaks segment. It's been a while, um, but today, because it's the Marian month, um, we want to really highlight the beauty of being a woman um, as a daughter of Mary. And today, I have a very special guest with me here on the podcast all the way from down under <laughs> she is the woman behind um something um uh, behind a mission that's probably considered very traditional very old school um but it's something that i really believe that um magnificent veils is truly making like it's becoming relatable and should be relevant. And a lot of women nowadays should know more about it. So all the way from Australia. Thank you, Nina. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much. And welcome for, um, to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So first of all, Nina, before we dive in, um, how um, how are you? Uh, let's 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 learn a little bit more about you. Thanks for that. I am good. For everyone who doesn't know, my name is Nina Nipomoseno. Wow, Nina Nipomoseno is so weird to say it now because I recently <laughs> got married. Um, yes, yeah, so I got married to my wonderful husband, Raph, last December during the pandemic. I am 23 years old. Um, I am a dialysis nurse. And on the other times that I'm not a dialysis nurse, we are working on Magnificent Fails here in Australia. Um I was born back home in the Philippines in Quezon City and yeah like I said currently here in Melbourne Australia that's about it So the good Kusika so when did you move from Qus- from the Philippines to Australia So I think I was 14 yeah 14 mm. back in 2012 and Wow, that seems like it was just a few years ago. Now I'm thinking about that is it. That's a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, 2012, is, was that three years ago? Nope. Not no, <laughs> nine. Nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nine years ago. I have a random question. Okay. Because, like, um, you have a beautiful business called Magnificent Veils. Yeah. And veiling isn't really uh something for the young ladies of today no yeah it's not really it's not really that popular it's not really that seen um metro traditional ba yung family mo kahit nung nasa pilipinas pa lang or did you veil in the philippines no no not at all actually nung nasa philippines kami um my whole family is very i'd say catholic like um, we would go to all the, the fiestas, like Honoris, the Santo Nino fie- festival or like Sakiapo, like all of those things. And like, um, going to our, um, mother perpetual help on Wednesdays, Sabaklaran. So I was very, at, at such a young age, like I would go to churches and parang 
I I already loved the faith at, at an early age. Pero I I remember seeing a lady, I think I was about five or six non, at a very traditional church. Ano siya? Um, is it Bisita Iglesia? Yeah, Bisita Iglesia non. And I was like to my mom, why is she wearing a veil? Like, is she, is she a nun? Pero she's wearing, ano, like normal clothes. And my mom's like, oh no, it's cause, ano siya, traditional siya. Don't worry about it. You don't have to wear a veil. So I was like, oh. did see, may did see, um, see Tita, well, not Tita, like see, ano don. She, yeah. she was quite elderly. I'd say she was probably like 60. Ah, yeah, okay. and so kalma pang lola lang talaga siya. Yeah, and talagang yung outfit niya was like long sleeves na with like the whole lace, <laughs> the skirt, l- thing? like the whole thing. So parang ako ba? Ani fashion statement is what I actually thought. So right, right, right. yeah, but other than that, so you thought talaga pang matanda lang talaga siya. Yes, yes, I really thought it was just for old people. Okay. Yeah. So, and then you guys moved to Australia. Was the Catholic tradition yung nakasanayan yung sa Pilipinas? You were able to bring it to Australia too? What was what was the life back then? Actually, before kasi ako lumipat, like, yun nga, since we're a very Catholic-oriented family, I grew up in a Catholic school, Catholic country. Akala ko pagdating ko sa Australia, it would be the same. And then pagdating ko, sobrang na culture siya ako because I went to a state school and um, I would stand up and wait na magdadasal kami before <laughs> before class. So parang sabi ko, what are you doing? Like, sabi ko, the, the teacher just came in. So parang sila, and, and I was like, oh, what? Tapos, because I'm very outspoken about my faith because I thought that was the norm. They were like, mm. so you go to church, like, like every Sunday. Like you like doing that, I mm. Yeah, and you don't. <laughs> parang sila, nah, man, I don't go there. Tapos, I am very thankful because since I grew up in the CFC community back home, at least yeah. we also found it here. And setingin ko, it really helped me stay grounded. Because nga shempre, it's it's um. I'd say Melbourne is very progressive and very liberal. Nah, especially when I was a teenager, it was like I think mahirap to grow. Parang um, oh, wow, so many things that sinasabi ng mga friends ko. Tapos parang ako na guys, I, I'd pass on that. So ayon. So you were able to find the same community when you guys moved in. Yeah. Yeah, like, so parang yung okay. Melbourne area. Ch- chapter? Cluster? Parang ganun. <laughs> okay. Pero yeah. nakakatulong yun eh. I mean like, especially like for, for us, um, uh, kasi I grew up in in the Couples for Christ community as well. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, mahirap din siya i-explain, but it really helps to have yung parang similar group of people yeah. na who are doing the same thing to assure you na okay lang, hindi ka, you're not crazy, you're not weird. Yeah. This is just how we practice our faith in the charismatic in the charismatic life. So yeah. how was it like yung to explain to your friends that, oh yeah, not only do I go to church, I also do other meetings as well? I think I was pretty... Parang hindi naman easy, pero 
Because I didn't have Catholic friends back in school. Lahat sila were either like a different different type of Christian community or not at all. Pero they see my my posts on social media na parang, oh, conference dito, conference don. And then they would ask me like, what is that? Like, what do you go to? So I think the word na sinasabi ko sa kanila, it's a youth group where, you know, I learn about Jesus, but I also like, Make new friends that, you know, are helping me grow into a better person. So if I put it that way, parang naiintindihan nila. <laughs> but whenever I say na, oh, I'm actually serving in the community, they're like, what do you mean serving? Um, ano yun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like, I think if for those who don't really ha- um, have the background of like a charismatic community life or church life, the idea of serving kind of puts you in a position where you're like, do you get paid for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Considering that I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> if I got paid, I would be rich by now. But yeah, yeah no. no. But then, but then, um, talking about Catholic, your Catholic, um, childhood and and your formation. Because yung CFC, hindi talaga siyang hindi katulad ng ibang community na parang yung medyo traditional yung mga practices natin, mm, Yeah. Um, there was there's no veiling that's taught no, to no, no. women in CFC, and yet you are an advocate of veiling. Where did that come from? Like, how did that begin for you? Yeah, actually, um, just to touch on that. Wala even in the CFC community dito, didn't really see anyone wearing a veil. Because nga, I'd say we're more of a charismatic community and i think there was this one day that nakita ko one of the sisters from sydney i'd say that i know and she was like wearing this lace thing and i was like interesting like ano yon like what is she wearing this thing then yung comments and people are like oh you're wait like have you been veiling every time for a long time and she's like oh you know just here and there i haven't really committed to it so I think I got really drawn because it reminded me of Mama Mary, actually. Like, I knew she veils, not veils, she wears a veil. But <laughs> I thought yung sinusuot niya was part of the culture nila nun, And that's why she used mm. to wear that. So I was so confused kung ano yun, And I started, like, typing and... um Actually, ang, I think ang synergy ko sa Google was like, lace on hair, Catholic women. And then that's when I started like reading about it. And mm-hmm. I think I got really drawn when sinabi nila na the reason why you veil is parang an outward, um, letting other people know that you love God and that you belong to Him and uh, whatever He parang once for you, you accept. And I remember this because year 12, I just turned 18 or I think I was just about to turn 18. I was at a turning point about, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with my life. And when I read na, oh, okay, parang I feel like if I'm accepting God's will for me and I'm doing this, like I, I want to do this. So I actually bought my first veil from Fails by Lily in America. And for um, a year 12 girl that's working part time, uh, my parents weren't really one to give us like money anymore because I was like, wow, this is an experience. 
expensive piece of lace. It's expensive. <laughs> I was like, I think I ended up paying like 120 AUD, including shipping. And I'm like, pero oh, okay, let's let's see how we go. And ayon, that's that's how I started actually. It's interesting how you mentioned veils by Lily, because I forgot Because I used to veil before, and I think um, it was because before I used to just wear a shawl whenever yeah. I would go to mass. I didn't really have like the veil, and it's interesting. You were grade twelve when you started veiling. I was like in my mid twenties, na mm. I think. Yeah, mid twenties now. I know early twenties now. When I decided to veil, and I was like, even though my trabaho na ako, na graduate na ako, and yet like the shipping from the state, and I'm like, oh, I can't pay that. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Pero like my first veil from Veils by Lily came from Jerick. Yun yung gift niya sa akin noon. Sabi ko ba? Nagpapa ano atato? Nagpapakita ng gira sa atato? Sabi ko have na hair ko ganyan. But but yeah, there's something I, I like what you said that it's like it draws it drew you like to to learn more about it and, and yeah, there's certain kahit ano siya parang oh sabi nila na traditional siya or mm. sabi nila na medyo old fashioned siya but there is a certain beauty about veiling that for some reason it just attracts my attention yeah. That, and I had to be like, why are they doing this? I mean, they're not sexy, but yet these women are doing it. And on. So ever since then, grade 12, so you've been veiling for how many years now? Um, sorry, <laughs> um, 12, I think seven years now. Seven bayon or six? Seven Six, years. sorry, six. Kung 2015, six. Six years veiling. Yes. Wow, but even now, like, are you guys able to go attend physical masses in Australia? Actually, yeah, praise God. Like the churches, yep, we can. Okay, so you're actually really able to wear the veil in the presence of the sacrament. Yes, yes, yes. Praise God. Actually, yun ang struggle. Sa totoo lang, part din yun na, yun din yung struggle ko when I was like, kasi nga, I stopped nga because like I explained earlier, mm. when Joseph got older and started to like, you know, be very makulat in mass, my veil would just fall over my face. But when I decided na sige babalik na ako sa veiling kasi mas older na siya, I can ask him not to behave ganyan. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit and then we started attending virtual mass. Yeah. And I was like, do I still veil? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it 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 doesn't seem to have the same impact. Mm-mm. I don't know. Have you do you do you even attend virtual masses or no anymore? Cause they you physical lahat for you guys, right? Yeah, lahat pwede na. Pero we had like a massive lockdown in Melbourne. Like I think three months. Bakamit talaga na talagang you can't go out within the five kilometer radius ng bahay mo, and that was really really tough. Cause parang dante pag nagdedate kami nera, we'd like to go um perpetual adoration. Tapos ngayon can't go anymore so everything talagang youtube lang and at first i was like oh this is so weird bakit ako nag reveal sa bahay like what what am i doing and then pero i personally felt weird not wearing a veil when the priest um during oh my gosh it's into my tongue that segment of mass when that Jesus comes out. Where he would raise the Eucharist, the yeah, consecration. The consecration. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, I was like, okay, I think I should be wearing a veil now. So after none, I was wearing a veil and I, f- I personally felt 
like it was right for me na magveil kasi mm. um another story um during the lockdown my one of the parishes we go to they asked us all oh, can can you read um the readings and i was like yes yes i want to go to church so i did that and then the priest is like okay another thing na can you do i forgot what feast it, it was pero they were doing a procession of the blessed um eucharist around the church and i think kaka start lang namin ng magnificat veils noon and um i wasn't like i forgot my personal veil and i only had one of the ones na parang nasa car na i don't know why it was there sabi ko okay ito lang gamitin ko and parang when i was walking it, this was um i was walking side by side while i was behind the priest but i'm like wow i'm so close to jesus and it feels so right na parang i'm i'm acknowledging his presence and na parang yung uh, i'm just parang in honor ko siya in that way so when i was at home naalala ko yon na parang yeah i do think kailangan kong magveil kasi in a way pag sinasabi ko yung um spiritual communion sinasabi ko na you are here so isn't shouldn't i wear a veil then yun yung nasa isip ko imagine na saktan po ako doon kasi sobrang guilty ko no <laughs> No, 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 no. That's, that's right. You know, sometimes you just need to hear that. I mean, this this whole living virtually, it it, it, it disconnects us from what's real. Yeah. Um, even in, in that. And you know what? I love where, I love where, I, I want, I really want to go deeper in that. But before we do, Mangalanga, um, if you like where this is going, stick around. Um, we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, hold on mga langga. Before we continue with the episode, I'm sure some of you are wondering how we collaborate with brands here in Langga Speaks. And with that, we use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the code Langga Speaks. That's one word, capital L, Langga, and capital S, Speaks. That way you can also help support our show as well. Oh, and if ever you're an advertiser who wants to collaborate with us, head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the, the easiest way, way to monetize, monetize your podcast. podcast. Okay, I hope what I did was right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And yes, mga langga, we're back. Um, earlier, we were speaking about how even in, um, even in the virtual mass, you still decided to veil. Yes. Personally, I don't know. Maybe I, re- maybe the the Blessed Mother just really needed me to hear that from you. Because sa totoo lang, I was really um, dati nung nagbamas kami. This is pre-COVID times. Um, even pre-Joseph times, magbaveil ako tuwing nagbimisa kami. Tapos, I would feel naked if I was in mass and I wasn't covered for some weird reason, like to not have the veil. And yet, um, 
parang nawala siya. Mm-hmm. Especially ngayon yung parang virtual. Minsan nga eh, ba? Yung mga iba, pag hindi nila kaya to really sit down, they just attend mass wherever um, at any time. And there seems to be a certain laxity in the way how a lot of Catholics, I think, attend mass nowadays virtually. Um, before, when the pandemic started, pag tata- when it's time to stand, tatayo talaga. When it's time to kneel, magdineel talaga. Tapos after a while, you just notice na, okay lang, kahit nakakulang ako, okay lang naman siguro, naintindihan ako ng Diyos, ganyan. Do I really have to stand? Do I really have to sit? Do I really have to... There's a certain, there's a certain disconnect that the virtual experience brings. Yeah. Um and I like the fact that I like your reminder na yung the veil really it's an outward and also expression, diba? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I don't know. Uh, personally I am like thank you for that. Oh praise <laughs> God. Imagine ano talaga ako na um na ano talaga yung puso ko like like wow. Like yeah, where is that? Uh, where where is that side of me? Parang naalala ko talaga. Where is she? That that side side of apple is lost. Um, but yeah, for those ladies who don't understand why why we should veil or um, it's not really required by the church, um, from in your in your experience of explaining veiling to to others, how do you explain why 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 the need to veil? One of the things that I'm going to say is basically how do I put it? Biglang <laughs> na the mind block oh um i'd say na if you know that the lord is right in front of you and you believe that and parang gusto mo talagang sabihin sa mga tao na sis he is here and i believe that and in another point katulad ng sinabi ko kanina you want to outwardly um parang say na i accept what you're what you want for me and you want to tell that to everyone. That's that's why I personally veil. And another thing is, uh, this sounds so cheesy, but I believe no, that <laughs> we are like the bride of Christ. Naman. And right. parang wearing that veil every time I mass, I feel like, yo! Hi, I'm here again and I'm so excited to see you and to be reunited with you. That's that's sometimes how I feel, especially when I'm so spiritually dry. I'm like, I, parang, I'm so tired, Lord God, and why bakit, why can't I feel you? Um, The moment I wear the veil, I really feel disconnected from everyone else and it reminds me that, okay, it's time to to focus on the Lord is, yeah, because, you know, when, when a woman is veiled in a Catholic church, you always get distracted by everything, like, mm. every little thing. And personally, that that helps me um, focus on Jesus. Yeah. And you are... It's like blinders, right? It's just yeah. like, it's just made of lace, but it's like blinders. <laughs> yeah. And Anusha, what is the word I'm thinking of? Um... Parang you are really saying you are in a sacred place. Mm. Mm. I remember when I remember when I was reading about veiling. Yung sabi mo nga kahit cheesy siya pero totoo eh. Like um like he just recently got married. There is a there is a certain 
I don't know, I shared this story in one of the earlier episodes. But when we were preparing for a wedding, I had no plans or no dreams of what to wear, of what it would look like, and ganyan. When my siblings would ask, anong gusto mo sa wedding dress mo, ganyan. Sa totoo lang, wala akong naisip. But the only thing I asked was that, gusto talaga yung mahabang veil. I just really wanted a veil. But apart from that, I had no other... Siyempre, puti, pero <laughs> I had no other thing. Because there's a certain... A significance to wearing a veil as a bride Mm-mm. that would just, it, 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 there's a certain mystery that it lends, that it, it, it ups the excitement of the bridegroom waiting for his bride. And there's just a certain joy when the bridegroom finally unveils his bride. And like listening to you, I'm just reminded that when we veil as women, mass. Basically, ganun nangyayari tuwing nagsisimba tayo, right? Because yeah. Jesus is the bridegroom of the church and we are the bride of, of Jesus. And for that physical reminder, kada, kada suot natin ng veil, it reminds us that, yeah, the beauty of the bride would never be lost. <sighs> What did I do? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> What happened no. to me? This needs to be like... But yeah, um, but I love how it just turned into a source of... Of income therein para sa'yo in order to propagate the mission of veiling. How did Magnificent Veils come about? Well, it came, I think, 2016 pa lang. I was really, I think, inspired. Kasi nga, I was, you know, at uni and I wanted to get another veil. But it was just so expensive. As in, I'm like, I cannot afford another one. I kept telling myself, I don't need another one. Meron na ako dito. And sabi ko, to one of my friends, I was like, Sel, what if I just make veils here? Like, I make them myself. And then, I'll sell it to church. Kasi, at my parish din, Kapag pupunta sa daily mass, maybe there's like 20 people there and maraming, you know, older people. And they asked me like, oh, wow, are you gonna be a nun? Like, I was like, no. <laughs> so I'm not, okay, then why are you wearing a veil? So I go, oh, I can also wear a veil kahit na hindi ako magiging, um, if I'm not gonna become a nun. And that was my inspiration then. I wanted to share it. Now, this is the reason why I'm veiling. It's not just for like old people. It's not just for religious people. Um, it's it's for every woman, basically, is what I wanted to do. Um, I think talagang na-push back lang siya kasi nga uni came in the way and I was just so busy. And at the same time, I didn't know how to use a sewing machine. As in, hindi ako marunong. So I was like, Okay, maybe I have to do like a, a short course or something. So, but on all of these things, there was like a hurdle after a hurdle to actually start Magnificent Veils, basically. And I think I got the push when I, I think when I met Raf, I was like telling him about my ideas when we started dating. And he's like, you should just do it. Like, just push for it. I was like, hey, I don't know. And it started from one of my ates, one of my household um, sisters in SFC. I was like, hey, I know you're in the fashion world. Like she, parang yun yung major niya or something. Can you teach me how to use the sewing machine? So one day I went to a fabric store. I grabbed 
some fabric. Now I th I think I want to to make as veils, and I brought it to her, and it was just so hard. Like sobrang hirap. I was like, I no, this is a bad idea. Like <laughs> maybe I should just let it go. You know, I I should just let it go. I I don't know what she's telling me. She makes it seem so easy. And after noon, I went to one of um, my friend's moms, like yung si Tita. And Tita was showing me again what to do. Tapos talagang, I was like, okay, I can't do this. I was like, Lord, I'm sorry, pero maybe just ask someone else. Nandun ako sa point na yun. I was like, just ask someone else. I, I, I'm not fit for it. I'm, I'm a nurse. <laughs> That's what I said. And for some reason, my, my family... My mom and dad were like, okay, well, because you've bought the the materials now, what are you going to do with that? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's it's just there if you guys need it. And for Christmas in 2018, they got me a sewing machine. And girl, I was so, I was like, what? You want me a sewing machine? This means I actually have to do this. Sabi ko, Lord, grabe ka naman magbush. Talagang, when you push me, you really want to push me. So I tried to make my first ever veil, which was um, Our Lady, the Our Lady of Fatima veil. And that material was very, honestly, it was just so hard to do. <laughs> and who is this lace? This The lace was like parang bridal yung lace niya. So it was super oh fine. And for a beginner, I was really like, Yung na iinis na ako, and I'm like, because you're destroying the fabric. <laughs> yeah, tas talagang yung sumisigaw na ako sa bahay ng ah, ayoko na, I don't want to do this. And tas parang ako, tas kakausapping is already okay. Take five, take five, balikan mo. I think the first veil it took me about an hour and a half to make. And when I finished it, I was like, oh, tapos na siya. Like, I made it. Thank you, Lord. Like, talagang, I was thinking if Hindi, if this wasn't for Jesus, I would have just been like, bye, see you later. I don't want to do this anymore. And so, when I made like first, parang, uh, first ever veils, like a few of them. I asked the closest sisters in my life. I was like, and some of the brothers that are like really good with um, photography. I was like, hey, can you can you come to one of our churches and let's just do a photo shoot? So we did, and it was starting to really come along. Na para whoa, like we did a photo shoot. This is like. Crazy. I, I never thought that we'd get here. And then after noon, um, we had to do like a lot of the other things like make business cards, that was going yung website. This parang I hit a roadblock because I, I really needed to start working like full time. And I'm like, wow, I have no time for this. I really have no time for this. Um it's so time consuming because I was so bad at using the sewing machine back then. And I was like, wow, if it's going to take me an hour and a half to make a veil. And because I wasn't um, buying things in bulk yet, sobrang mahal ng fabric. I was like, 
you know what i'm just gonna do this for the sake of jesus like whatever let let's let's just try let's let's see where it's gonna go yun yung yun yung parang sinasabi ko kay Raph. especially i personally love sharing stories like um even back then in the um when i was serving in yfc and sfc if people were gonna ask me to give a talk or share i love doing that i i feel as though um i'm very passionate i i really believe that your story is very important to someone else and you you just don't know talagang i i believe in that so sabi ko, okay maybe we don't only have to talk about veiling we can use this platform to um parang to share yung what about our faith and ayun, we, we started it um during the pandemic actually kasi nga we were in mm-hmm. lockdown i was like may as well talagang si lord ko nagpo-push ayan pina lockdown ko na yung city mo so you can't go anywhere <laughs> just make veils but as well just throw yourself head first into this yeah yeah so that's that's how um we started yeah oh wow you know what i like how you said like i'm just gonna do this for jesus because if this is just for me like whatever i would have dropped it yeah <laughs> i mean like I know personally, I just find that so relatable. Like, there's a lot of things. Kahit sa amin yung podcast na to, nung una, sabi ni Jeric na parang, okay, this is a way for us to to bond and things like that. But then nowadays, it's just, we just, you know, it's just all about, it's just for Jesus. If you don't use whatever platform was given to you, if you have been given a platform, why not do it for Jesus? Do it someone big, for something, someone bigger than yourself. Because mm. otherwise, kung para sa'yo lang, wala lang, maubusan ka ng pasyensa, like, patience you'll be like you will you'll just get you'll just lose all the creativity the energy to do whatever you 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 need to do but if you do it for someone or something bigger than yourself then you'll find the drive because you know that there's a mission bigger than you um before we continue before we go on to the the last part of this conversation um i would just like to invite you guys to take a quick break and check out magnificent veils while you're at it Hey there, my name is Chloe. Just dropping by this podcast to tell you that I'm on one too. It's called The Great Connections Podcast. Over there, we talk about the lives of Filipinos overseas at ang descarte sa buhay OFW. So go ahead and listen to The Great Connections Podcast after you finish this episode, okay? The Great Connections Podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. See you there! The Great Connections Podcast. Again, I don't know if what I did was right, but we're back. <laughs> so, Nina, I just wanted to ask. Let's go take it take it a little deeper. We touched upon it before, um, but now that you've moved on from yung pagiging bata, seeing um, an elderly woman veiling, and then moving to a new um, country in your youth and experiencing the the culture shock of of practicing your Catholic faith, and now. Um, you are a nurse. You are a married woman. How do you feel? Na ito yung yung pagveil mo. Um, how do you believe? Is it how has it enriched your spiritual life or even your married life? Um, in mm. your faith together as a couple, how is it like? Like, what impact does it have? Well, to be quite honest with you, I think it got harder for me, which I am. Whew, 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I think it got harder because you we got so busy. Like alam mo yon after the wedding, on and off, changing of dates, lahat ng yon, and then parang you go on Sundays and you just go to mass, like and you wear the veil because you have to. Pero um, I think at the start of this year, it got really hard for me to wear the veil because. At some points, I feel like I'm not worthy to wear it. Because, parang ako, okay, I re- I barely talk to Jesus. Parang I I barely give him the time that I know he deserves and the time that I want to give him. Because nga parang I'm busy ko lang talaga. What is going on? And I feel so spiritually dry at the very first start of the month. So parang there was this one time, dinela ko yung veil ko with the intention of not wearing it. Some mass, and then yeah. <laughs> I was just okay. like, okay, let me let me bring this, but I I don't think I should wear it because I know it. Um, parang I shouldn't. Yun yung yun yung talaga na feel ko. And then pagdating sa mass, I felt so guilty not wearing it. Na parang he, I'm not giving um is it reverence yung word na hinahanap ko um mm-hmm. for Jesus, and then talagang The Lord is so loving. Like in that gospel, parang sinasabi niya, it doesn't even matter kasi why what's the reason of you veiling ba talaga? Tell me, tell me about it, Nins. And then parang naisip ko, okay, it's because I love you and because I want to tell people that you are here and that you are worthy of veiling. This didn't click sa akin. I was like Okay, that's true. Even if I change, I change na minsan super high ng spirits go with um like spiritually or like there will be super dry moments and like super low moments. The Lord doesn't change. The the guy that I'm veiling for, the guy that I'm going to meet at the altar to receive and be reunited with, he just doesn't change. Like he just continues to love me. He continues Being great, and I was like, "Who this? This? I I don't know. I, parang at that moment, I was like, thanks for reminding me, Jesus.' Because, parang nawala ako don for a second, and I was feeling so guilty because parang ako, I'm making all these veils for people, and I'm sharing all their stories, but I don't feel like I should. And when I veiled, iyak na ako ng iyak. During some mass, and Raf thought I was like something was going on with me. Parang <laughs> <laughs> the the people around me were like, "Okay, lang ba siya? Why did she start crying?" Nagawis <laughs> lang I know. <laughs> and ayon, so I do think that helped me understand this this um. I was gonna say, well, tradition. This tradition, nah, it's it's not really about us. Because I think that's that's one misconception. Nah, oh, it's only for holy people. It's only for people that are really active in the church, or it's only for people who want to become nuns. But it's it's not. It's it's about Jesus, and it's like about you and Him. And I think now that you like you asked me, um, how did it affect me? Because um, I'm recently married. I really feel silky legs going, going, 
to church wearing a new a different veil sometimes but oh my goodness it's a different veil and like i hope you like it parang wedding day of some sort ulit siya sa akin so yeah i think that's how it has helped me so oh. far what you just said it like totally tugged on my heart i i have no words like you just took the words right out of my mouth like legit like it oh. just you you spoke the words i've I don't know. I, I think maybe because I understand the joy of availing, like, random story. Like, it took me a year to be able to attend Mass. Like, my family was able to attend Mass. Um, but we had to go to another city to attend Mass. Um, but I was able only to go for Mass after almost a year of mm-hmm. uh, um, into the pandemic. And we went, uh, Jarek and I went um, on our anniversary this what 2021 when yeah. did I give birth yeah 2021 <laughs> oh my gosh my memory um uh yeah we went on our anniversary and um because i was really hesitant to go to mass when my family would because i'm i was pregnant um so i was really hesitant to go and then finally on our anniversary we were like you know what we gotta do this because for sure when the baby comes out i would be even more hesitant to go out um so we went and i was like for some reason I just stuck the veil in my back and I hadn't veiled for maybe a good year, more than a year. And then when yeah. I put the veil on and then because it was my first time receiving the Eucharist after such a long time, and then when the priest came over yeah. with the Eucharist, because you're not allowed to, to line up, like the priest would go in between the empty aisles and, and, and give you the communion. When Jesus approached me, I was like, I don't know, feeling. Pati yung veil ko naging ano siya, yung basang basa. Kasi wala akong tissue na dala. So at first, I was like using my hands and then I used my veil. And my veil was really wet and it was really disgusting. And I was like, I'm so sorry, Lord. But there was a certain... Um, you know, like what he said, like, I'm not worthy to wear this veil. I'm not worthy to receive you. I haven't prepared myself. I haven't gone for confession in so long. And all of a sudden, here I am trying to ask you to forgive me. And like you said, Jesus never changes. Like he has never changed. Not once, not now, not forever. And then like the explosion ng, ng love niya para sa akin, it exploded like at that particular moment. And then because I'm human... The week after, it was like, wala, nadala lang pala ako sa emotion. But I realized, tayong bilang tao, like, madali tayong madala sa mga emotion natin. But if we remember that the Jesus we love doesn't change, and that, yeah, we need stuff like veiling to remind us that He doesn't change, oh, I think it will just make the relationship between bridegroom and bride just, like what He said, new killings every time. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You yeah. said that your story is to be is meant to be heard by someone, even if nobody listens to this particular episode. But you have touched me for for some reason. Like you became like Jesus' voice to me. Praise God! Like, I'm like, <laughs> like really, it's so. Like my heart is overwhelmed with, like ser- seriously. Thank you, Mama Mary, for for mm. the gift of your son's amen, and thank you, Mama Mary, for the gift of Nina's podcast. I personally, I'm very very thankful. 
Um, yeah, so oh, for, for those who are listening to this podcast episode, Nina, um, can you please invite them? How can they find you? Since we can't fly to Australia, <laughs> not just yet. Um, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? And if they do want to purchase a veil, how can they do that? Well, if you guys actually want to know more about veiling, um, one of our sisters, Mimi, wrote um, a big segment about why women veil and if you want to read that there you can go to magnificantveils.shop um yeah it's it's a quick read probably a two minute read and we also sell our veils over there but at the moment um there's something wrong with buying veils on that website actually so we're trying to gear towards etsy so if okay. you guys just type Magnificent Veils, um, you'll find us. And because we were actually thinking of all of the shipping rates at the moment, um, at Etsy we're doing $10 um, shipping worldwide. So I hope that helps you guys out a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and so UAE, $10. Well, that's 10 Australian dollars, right? Yeah, 10 so. Australian dollars. Okay, I'm not familiar with the currency. <laughs> but please do check out Magnificat Veils. I mean, they have a beautiful collection and just on even more than the even more than the fashion, it, it it's like what Nina said, it's a beautiful reminder of just how much Jesus loves you. Um so Nina, do you have any final final messages? Wow. Well, I would honestly just say, ask Jesus if he wants you to veil. And I think the answer won't be any different for me or for you. And yeah, I really encourage you to do it because there's this feeling in my heart whenever I wear a veil. I just, I really cannot describe it, but it makes me so joyful. And I really hope that more women will veil and will remember this um, forgotten tradition. So, yeah, if you guys want to stay connected with us um, and love to hear other women's stories about veiling, um, check us out on Instagram as well, at Magnificent Veil. Wow. I'm so happy. Well, personally, I'm so happy. I really like this. Um, I really like this topic just because it brings back uh, where I used to be at and and it reminds me where I've gone little bit downhill from there so <laughs> it's kind of a wake-up call so actually same <laughs> <laughs> but um personally for me um you know we always end every episode um here at the podcast uh with the question what is the langa or what is the beloved telling you today mm. personally for me it's um you know um archbishop fulton sheen i believe he said that the beauty of one's soul reflects itself in the face and and I really see that through you through the Zoom call. And I think there's, like you said, there's a certain beauty that really comes out, maybe not because of the veil per se, but because of the the grace that comes in wearing the veil, that it just reflects itself on the face of the veil wearer. Just like Mama Mary, um, she may have worn the veil because it was the culture at the time, but there's just so much more, more deeper um, reason behind that and I, i'm just so thankful that we as catholics have that tradition to practice um to be able to just experience that the joy like you said um 
of, of, of just of just experiencing God's love through veiling. So thank you so much, Nina. And sa lahat ng mga langga nakikinig ngayon, thank you, thank you so much uh, for sticking around um, for the She Speaks ex- segments. Um, who, for those brothers who miss Jarek, uh, don't worry, he has a He Speaks episode coming out soon. So to all of those who are listening to Nina, um, thank you so much again. And always remember, napalangga ka sa Diyos. See you next week. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>